You're listening to the Make Your Mark podcast series with Anna Hodges, Director and Head Recruiter of Purple Squirrel Recruitment, and Monica Cade, Communication Specialist and Copywriter. In this mini-series, we aim to equip you with the tools and communication skills that help you land your dream role and communicate your value effectively. All right, so let's dive into this episode. And today we're going to be talking about why your LinkedIn profile shouldn't suck. Anna, thanks for joining me for the conversation. Thanks, Monica. So let's get into it and let's talk about why we really need to have a LinkedIn profile. Now, I know some of our listeners might be familiar with your work or my work, and we might be covering points that they already know, but let's just dive into it for the people that maybe haven't heard us talk about this before. Absolutely. I think anybody who um, is either looking to build their online presence, looking to build a brand presence, online or otherwise, really needs to have a LinkedIn profile because it's really a go-to now for people to search to find out more about you. And it's another place that we can look aside from, you know, a more professional space rather than looking at Facebook or Instagram or places like that, which might be representative of a personal brand, but also more a business. LinkedIn really kind of helps you get to know the professional you're talking to as well. Absolutely. And I think that it really depends on, you know, your marker as to which social network is the best for you. But I think if you're looking at um, a service-based platform, if you're looking at technology, if you're looking at a corporate, um, or if you're selling into those businesses, then LinkedIn is absolutely for you. But also, I think if you're looking at um, changing careers, if you're looking at opportunities from a job perspective, then, you know, potential employers in interviewers, hiring managers are all going to be going to LinkedIn first as kind of, I guess, the first step to find out a little bit more about you and who you are. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about job seekers for a moment. So from a recruitment perspective, you know, this, maybe some of our listeners haven't considered LinkedIn as a place where they could potentially be headhunted or, or they might not see how having a strong profile relates to the recruitment process. Can you just shine a bit of light on that from your perspective? Absolutely. Like we had an example last week of a client who is on LinkedIn, but I didn't really know that he even uses it a lot. And um, I had a role for a very technical person, um, someone with a science background, someone with an engineering background. And um, when I went to send him through the CV, the first thing that he did was look them up on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Hold on. You were looking on LinkedIn? Like, I look on LinkedIn, but I'm a recruiter. That's my gig, right? Mm. So I was really surprised that that was something that he did. And I think it really just reinforced the fact that everybody is using it more and more. It's much more mainstream now as opposed to purely being a place for headhunters or recruiters to search for candidates with specific skill sets or particular backgrounds. It's now being used by hiring managers. It's being used by talent acquisition teams. Um, It's being used by CEOs and managing directors of businesses to identify either people that they would like to have within their business, so people they would like to come and work for them, So, you know, when you're talking about headhunting, we're talking about, you know, going out and um, searching for people who want to, who would like to work with us or we would like them to work with us. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also looking at 
at um, potential clients, looking at uh, service providers. A lot of people are asking questions on there around, you know, talent, around expertise, uh, who should I contact for this, or we're looking for speakers, or we're looking for this skill set, does anybody know anybody? And I think that that's building a network as well that wasn't necessarily utilised before. For those people who are considering to maybe invest some more time and energy into vamping up their LinkedIn summaries or their profiles, where would you recommend that they begin? A really good place to start is using your CV. So having a look at your CV and having a look at what you have there. Usually people will have a summary on there that they can pull pieces of information from. Don't just copy and paste um, because it is a separate, I guess, identity and you're using it for separate things. But have a look on there and it will give you at least a little bit of a starting point. What you really want to do is represent to the reader who you are, where you've been and what you're looking for. So Yeah, so if you think of those three things, that really leads you in a particular direction and making sure that you've got the keywords in there to be found for those things when you want to. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're saying keywords, for some people, they might be like, oh, I don't really know what that means. How do we go about finding out what the keywords are for our particular industry? Okay, so when we talk about keywords, what we're doing is thinking about the person who's searching on the other end of the, you know, computer screen or on their mobile device, and they're looking for particular either skill sets or experience levels. So what kind of words are they going to be searching in order to find you? So if you are a branding expert, I would anticipate that you would be having somewhere on there is something about branding, communication, relationships, presence, identity. Those are the kinds of words that I would be thinking of. So thinking about, let's say, if you're going to look on Seek for a job, what kind of words would you look up to find the right job that you are looking for? I guess those are the kinds of words that we want to make sure are in your summary so that when a hunter, when a recruiter, when a hiring manager, when a HR person is looking for those skills, your profile is going to come up first. And it's so important to have those things from a writing perspective as well on my end. It's really Mm. important to include those things in your profile because otherwise you're going to be communicating something that you're not. You know, people want to know why would I work with this person and how are they relevant to me And, and really focusing on those keywords for some people you know they might not be writers or they they you know putting together a LinkedIn profile yeah they might just think oh this seems too hard but really just breaking it down into you know what words apply to me in my industry that can really be the the starting point and the platform for you to build up a solid uh, LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. And I think it's it's a really important exercise to do if you are looking to change jobs or you're looking for a new career, because not only does it help you build your LinkedIn profile, but it also helps you really identify what is it that I want to be doing? You know, it's great to have title, you know, I want to be, I don't know, for example, a project manager. Well, what does that mean to you? What are the things that you do in your day that you really love? What do you enjoy? And those are some of the things that should be in your summary too, so that the things you enjoy doing or want to be doing are the things that other people are finding you on because Mm. then it's like happy for everybody it's a win-win now can I ask you as well let's say some of our listeners are in a particular industry but they're wanting to migrate over to another industry how would they go about including that in their profile 
Obviously, if you're in a job already, you don't want to make it necessarily known to the world that you're actively looking. But I think identifying areas of passion or drive are really important. And you can do that either in your summary, so making sure that the keywords for that new industry are in there, or you can also look at things like maybe your volunteer work, project work. Um, It might be, I don't know, craft that you do on the side. You might be super into fashion, um, but it's not your day job. But all those things that you do on the side, your side hustle or whatever it might be, you can also put that on your LinkedIn profile in other areas, like areas like your media attachments or recommendations or links to blogs that you do, other areas um, for people to find, you know, and that's really the key is, is people being able to find that information and know that those skills or that experience is there so that they can call on you when they need it. If you are one of those people that kind of does feel a bit overwhelmed with writing your profile, Mm. you can get someone to write it else for you. This is something, yeah, this is something that I've specialized in and it's something that I really love to do because I love to capture people's personalities and I love to help them bring that out because I think what's important with the LinkedIn profile is that we're not just communicating our professional experience. We need to capture our personality because like someone like yourself, you're not going to just be looking for a professional experience. You want to see that there's a human being on the other side of that profile. Definitely, definitely. It's so true. And I think people really struggle with that, understanding, okay, I really want to be professional. I want to show my skills. I want to show that I can do X, Y, and Z. Um, But I also want to show that I am a human being. I have passion. I am excited about what I do. And and making sure there's a level of authenticity in there to make sure that people understand that you are a real person because people buy off people, you know, we don't just buy off companies, we buy off human beings, we relate to human beings, we hire people that we like, you know, all those things come into play and I think that that's really important in knowing that LinkedIn has become more mainstream and it's become more open to authenticity and, you know, representing you as your own human brand, is thinking yourself as brand you and what kind of aspects do you want you know to show to the world in you know being able to represent you in the best possible way Mm. I like that you pointed that out in terms of the personal brand because I know a lot of people don't necessarily consider themselves a personal brand especially when working within another organization yeah but I think looking at yourself as a personal brand doesn't mean you have to make yourself into this big thing, but it is Mm. purely about how are you communicating who you are across a screen and are you doing that in an authentic way that's going to connect with another human being? That really is what you have to do with your summary. So don't take it too seriously. I think the more fun you can have with it, but also bring in the professional side of things, then, you know, you'll have a knockout LinkedIn profile. Definitely. And, you know, I mean, I've talked about it before is that, you know, one of the hashtags I use is science geek. And the reason why I do that is because the people that I'm recruiting are science geeks. I mean, that's the reality of it. Um, And I'm sure they love being called science geeks, but (laughs) science geeks are personality. You know, they're people who still want to engage. They relate to people to have communication skills and they do other things. And I think that that's really important to identify that we don't take ourselves too seriously. And as you say, we show ourselves as, you know, human beings on the other end of the keyboard um, because that's what's going to make someone pick up a phone and call you or send you through a LinkedIn request 
guest or send you a meeting invite or whatever it might be or a potential job you know opportunity I think those are the things that are really going to get you across the line apart from just ticking the boxes in specific areas well I think that kind of wraps up this episode I think we've touched on a few key points on what you can do to not make your LinkedIn profile suck. Uh, <laughs> if you have any further questions or that you want to direct to myself or Anna, we've included the contact information in the show notes and we wish you good luck with creating your LinkedIn profile.